Welcome back to Animal Crossing Kids. I am your host, Josh from Little Roads, and I'm here with... Aton from Orchard 7. And... Ellie from Neverland. And... Lev from Palm Isle. Got a good show for you today. We're going to do some shout-outs. We're going to ask, is Museum Day engaging enough? I mean, really, is it? Also, if you're a beginner, what are some good ways to make money? Those of you who are pros, you may not need this, but beginners, you'll definitely want to stay tuned. And we researched our facts for that one on the interwebs. Also, we wanted to talk briefly about when you see other people's islands like out like on YouTube and stuff like that, and they're amazing and they've clearly spent way more time, does it discourage you or encourage you to like get your island better? We're gonna do a favorite thing, least favorite thing, lightning round, and then we have vibe check with Eliana at the end. So, stay with us today for Animal Crossing Kids. Some quick shout outs today. First of all, Episodes of Animal Crossing Kids have been listened to over a thousand times, which is really cool. So thank you. Right, guys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> thank thank you. you. If you're one of the people listening and it says like about maybe a hundred people are listening uh, to this podcast, thank you. We really appreciate you tuning in. Um, some reviews that we got on op- Apple Podcasts are kind of fun. Uh, we got a five-star review from Kitty Lover 812 um, who basically her whole family has played all of the different Animal Crossing games forever, which is really cool. Um, also, we got one from Jbone65 saying, thank you for making a podcast that's kid safe. That's kind of cool. And then we've got this really fun five-star review from a user named I'm Really Feeling It. And what did they write, Eliana? What podcast am I listening to as I write this review? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, this one! <laughs> so they literally wrote the review of the review that they were writing while they were listening to the podcast. So thank you, I'm really feeling it. They wrote it. the review of the review. Yeah. I'm confused. Okay. Anyways, we also got uh, one from Weirdo64 who says this about Pashmina. Um, Pashmina, I started with her, and I pronounce it Pashmina, not Pashmina. I don't know which posh, it is, though. Posh. I think it's Pash. I think posh. it's Pash. Pesh. But this person says, please come back, Pashmina. You left when I misclicked. So they, you know how like you sometimes, yeah. So they misclicked, Pashmina left, and they almost quit the game. Uh, it's okay. So it's Weirdo64, okay. we are it's so okay. sorry for that. Also, okay. a shout out to Josh in Central Illinois. He's got two kids, a wife, and they all share the same island. Wait, wait. Josh. It's another Josh. Definitely not me. But can you imagine that like there's like four people and they're all like sharing the same island? You would have to like set up some rules, right? How do you do that? Isn't that what uh, the Whitleys are doing? Well, the Whitleys are doing something really similar. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. Whitleys have three or kind of four people sharing one. So that's really Mm -hmm. tough. Uh, Josh, we are also going to add you. Thanks for sending your friend code. We're going to add you as a friend. Um, So we can do more watering parties. We can do more watering parties. And speaking of watering parties, we want to give a shout out to John. And John, I actually did get you back on the email. God bless. John has a five-star island. Amen. Hey. Okay. What that means <laughs> is that he can actually craft a gold watering can, which is really cool, which means what? that for those of us with black roses, he could come over and water and it would leave that tag, that gold tag on those black roses. We could end up with gold roses, which yes. is really neat. So, John, we're definitely going to try to coordinate that. It's actually not a tag. It's called a flag. Yeah, I don't flag. have a flag. Thank yeah, you. A flag. It's a flag. 
Also, at RealPinguino on Twitter, thank you for letting us come over and buy turnips. We know you're always taking a risk when you let people come over to your island because sometimes people are badly behaved. Mm -hmm. We uh, we were well behaved, though. We left you some fun things. And thank you for letting us come over. You had a better turnip price than us. It wasn't, like, amazing, but it was better than us. Mm -hmm. uh, it was at and thank you for letting bells. me give you stuff. Yes, yes. thank you. Because yeah. I need to get a bigger house. Also, a shout out to Will Kink, the gamer guy. He's back doing his uh, gamer guy podcast again, and we are going to get together with him soon, hopefully. And we're going to basically interview him on what are his favorite things, what are his least favorite things. What we like about the gamer guy is he's really brutally honest. He's not just a fanboy. So, like, if he doesn't like something, He'll he says say what it. he doesn't like, yeah. which is really cool. Um, so thank you to all of you who wrote emails, um, left voice messages. We also saw some people follow us on Anchor. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for tuning in today, too. Museum Day is running right now, started yesterday, and basically you go into the museum and Blathers gives you kind of like this little speech and he sends you on these tasks. And so we'll start with you, uh, Lev. What was it like to actually go and like talk to Blathers and go through those tasks? Well, I thought it was kind of unique because like he doesn't do that every day. And he was still like, he was sleeping like he normally does, so it didn't kind of feel right. Like, he was sleeping during the day. It kind of felt like he would sleep, but, like, he's a, he should have been awake. Right. It's a special museum yeah. day, and you've got to <laughs> wake up sense. the curator of the museum. Hey, wake up and be special. Yeah, that's a little strange. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so, what was it like? What did he send you on, on like, tell me about getting the stamps. Because, basically, you, you go through each of the different sections, and you get stamps, right? Yeah. It was easier than I thought, actually. I thought it was going to be like stamps like hidden everywhere, but it wasn't really hidden. It was like in certain places. You just had to look around a little bit. So it's right out in the open. Mm -hmm. It's like not even a big deal. Yeah. Um, how long did it take you to do it? Um, 10 minutes. Really? Okay. Yeah. 10 minutes. And what about for you, Eitan? I know you did this also, right? Did it take you about 10 minutes too? Um, no, it took me about probably two. Two minutes. Whoa. So you literally just ran through just trying to get each one of the stamps, right? Yep. Okay. I think that part of the purpose for this is to get people to engage with the museum, right? Because clearly Nintendo spent a lot of time programming the museum. I mean, it's really beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And I think part of what they were wanting to do is like, you get so busy working on your island and doing all the different things and laying down custom textures and playing the mm -hmm. stock market or whatever else that you kind of forget sometimes about just like the simple beauty right of especially like there's a couple places like the butterfly room um have you ever just like gone and just like sat down like in the butterfly room you know you can sit on that front part oh well, yeah I, i've sat yeah. down in the butterfly room but sometimes the vine pops up Right, you don't like that vine yeah, popping up? Yeah, I don't up? like that vine. I actually kind of like the vine popping up. It feels like more 3D, like I'm getting drawn into the scene. But I think what they're trying to do is like engage people, engage people with the museum because it looks really beautiful and they want you to slow down and look at things. But you, Eitan, you were like, no, I'm going to run through and I'm going to do this in like two minutes and be done. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Did you slow down at all and like pause and be like, oh, 
I actually completed that fossil or anything like that, or did you just run? Ran. The whole time. Wow. Didn't stop for anything. I did. Like, I saw my, like, full sea turtle thing. I ran right past it. Didn't even see what it was called. Wow. Okay. Lev, did you slow down a little bit? I slowed down a little bit, like, just kind of seeing the fish. The fish is my favorite. I do like the fish. But actually, that same time when I was in my museum, you know my hamster that I have? Yeah. Hamlet? Yeah. So, he really freaked me out. Really? So I I, I um, knew there was a stamp in the laboratory, and I knew where the laboratory was. Um, I was running up the stairs, like in that kind of lab place where the tarantulas and scorpions are. Yeah. And the hermit crabs. And I just ran up there, and I'm like, whoa, I've never seen you in a museum. Yeah, You're just, just running around in my flowers usually. Like, seriously. <laughs> he normally is outside frolicking no, in the flowers. No, one time he actually ran through one of my black roses. And actually, like, the petals fell off? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I... That would be, like... Scooted him away. And you know how you can, like, put, uh... What's it called? Like, cliffs? Cliffscaping? Oh, yeah. You cliffscaped around I, him? Yeah. Around him? Yeah, I was... So or around the roses? No, around, you can't cliffscape around them. It yeah. has to be, like, a huge box. You're right. Because you can't cliffscape right next to them. I didn't kind of cliff... Like, they escaped. Okay. I was trying to do it, but... You were upset. I was upset. Okay, here's my question. I actually watched Austin John go through this. You guys have been through this. This is literally a special event that's two weeks long in Animal Crossing. Like, for the next two weeks, this is the thing. Is it worth it? No. No. Not happening. I haven't even played it. No. <laughs> you haven't even played it and you're like, hard pass on it. It doesn't seem that engaging. I mean, honestly, yeah. it doesn't. It seems like kind of a side note. Um, but let's do talk about the rewards. Lev, tell us what rewards you get. So the rewards are the three plaques that represent like the fossil, the fish, and the bug. Like, you know how you enter through that museum and there's mm -hmm. like, so it shows you where to go. Right. And they actually look pretty. Okay. Sort of. If you have like a golden room, like kind of nice. Austin John. Yeah, it's nice, kind of like as um, like it, you're never gonna get that. Like Buddy Day stuff, kind of felt special, kind of felt weird. Right, because it's like once in a lifetime. Yeah. So, is there a room in your house that it would really fit with the vibe? Honestly, my house is a mess. I just kind of put my turnips in it. Just... Your house is a mess. Hmm. I'll clean it up eventually. Wow, this is sounding like very familiar. Yeah, I was like, You'll hmm. Clean up your room, right? What about you, Aton? Do you have a place that you're actually going to put um, those plaques? No, but I do have an idea of what you could use those plaques for. You know how the museum has like a fish room, a fossil room, and a bug room? Mm -hmm. Your house could have a fish room, a fossil room, and a bug room. That's a good that idea. That would actually be really cool. That would be like a neat thematic thing if you like made like museum part two or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know, and you could have it like above the doorway. That would be really neat. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Um, especially if you walk in on the bottom floor, mm -hmm. once your house is big enough, there's three things off of it, right? So you could put them and above I have, the doorways. Um, I have this one cool exit sign. That. So like for too. in like the fossil room, like it would be like kind of dark with like spotlights and I would have like an exit sign okay. at the door. Well, that would be kind of neat. Well, you can't place fossils, I don't think. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can place fossils. In your house? That's a good question. They're pretty big, some of them. I so kind it's, of doubt it's, it. it's a really good question. Some of them are smaller. 
All right, so the general consensus, Aton, Museum Day worth it or not? Terrible. Eliana, worth it or not? Not. Lev, worth it or not? Maybe. I know, that's how I feel too. I'm kind of with Lev on this one. It's a hard maybe for me. All right, in our next segment, we're gonna talk about some beginning tips for making money. So the stock market and turnip buying and selling is kind of what we're all about. Uh, we gave a shout out earlier to somebody who basically sent out a tweet on Twitter letting us come and buy for slightly cheaper than we could on any of our islands. Um, but we know for a lot of people, they may not have Nook's Cranny yet. Uh, so they may not even have uh, Daisy May. They may not be able to even buy turnips. So we wanted to just go over really quick, especially if you're a beginner, what are some ways that you can make money? on your island. And there's kind of three main ways. Um, the one that I have focused on uh, is the one that Eliana is gonna talk about, which is money trees. I've also focused on the fruit trees, which Aton is gonna talk about, but we're gonna start off with bell rocks. So there are six rocks on your island um, and they spawn also. So like if you actually eat a fruit and then break one of them, it will respawn somewhere on your island. But you can search out each day and basically hit those rocks and different things will come out of them. One of them is the bell rock or the money rock. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're just going to talk really quickly about best ways to get the most amount of bells out of that rock. So Lev, take it away. What's the best way to get money out of it? So there's this thing called the two hole method. Right. It's, I don't kind of understand it, but pretty much you just place two holes near the corner. Right. Well, sort of near the corner. Okay. Yeah. So like the rock is in the middle. Mm -hmm. There are eight spaces around it. Three on one side, three on one side, one on the top, one on the bottom. Right. So what you actually need to do is dig a hole up above one of the corners and down um, off to the side of one of the corner spots. So you can stand in that corner spot and just hit A over and over and over again right until it stops until it stops and that will give you like with a normal rock it would give you nine items right no no eight if items. you hit it perfectly yeah it will eight. give you eight. eight but usually it gives you seven right yeah. yeah and most of the time when you hit it you move slightly out of position mm -hmm. so you have to move back into position to hit it again but the two hole method means that like when you hit it you bounce back kind of up against those two holes and they keep you in place. Yeah, um, another thing that you can do with um, this is Austin John. I know I talk about him a lot because he's the best. He is. He's awesome. Um, so what you can do is you can like fence off your whole island. Like put, you can't have a space that isn't right next to a fence or like a custom design path or like a path or a tree or something on your whole island and you could have six spaces that rocks could spawn on and that's what Austin John did and what he did was he put fences where the two holes would go. Right. So you don't have to dig holes and make your island look ugly. Right, yeah. And that 
technique where people have been able to get what they're calling rock gardens, right? That technique takes some time. But yeah, so I think what you have to do is you have to place all of the fencing. This is some place where if you want to try this, you may want to Google it or go to the wiki, which is in our show notes for Animal Crossing. Or just Horizons. watch Austin John's video. Yeah, you can watch his tutorial on this. But basically, rocks can only spawn if they have enough space. And so you go around your island purposefully placing fencing and other items so that rocks can only spawn in like one place on your island. And then you break all of your rocks. Well, you break one of your rocks and it'll respawn in that one first place. And then you go and break another rock and it would spawn in the next place once you clear that out. So if you do that over six consecutive days, then eventually you end up with six rocks all right by one another so or you can wherever you want them. them right or wherever you want them so you can harvest them all together i have a question yeah what happens if you place like you place like fencing and other stuff around your whole island not leaving room what happens and you break the rocks yeah that's actually a really good question would they respawn? Uh, when they try to respawn the next day would it like glitch your game or something Ooh, yeah. we should try that we don't know. No, let's not. Anyways, we should have that's the first rock. method. That's the method for doing the bell rock. All right, now one of the other ways, and this is a way that I've done. I have an orchard on my island. Um, one of the ways that you can make money is by basically raising fruit and then selling it to the Nook Brothers. Um, so, Aton, tell us about getting fruit and raising fruit and selling fruit so um pretty much if if you want to make some money um one way is to plant an orchard and what you do is you just dig a ton of holes and put a ton of fruit in the holes it'll grow a fruit tree in three, I think it's good to have days? some spacing between them. I think it takes three days for the tree to get mature, mm -hmm. but then it also takes maybe another two or three days for the fruit to no, grow. No, it takes another, well, yeah. immediately after you plant it, it will have the fruit spawn. I thought it was two no, to three days. That's not true. Like, it doesn't what about spawn the fruit immediately once it comes to maturity. No, what, it no, it takes one day after it's like a full-grown tree. If it's grown from a sapling? Yes. <laughs> okay, but once it's a full-grown tree and you harvest it, it takes another two to three days. I looked this up. It's random, right? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. you have to be careful about spacing the trees because if you put your trees too close to one another, they, they won't, won't grow. grow. And if you put them like not too close to each other but kind of blocking one another, then sometimes it's kind of hard to see your fruit when you're going back to harvest later. I've experienced that. Unless you have memorized your whole pattern. Right, which I have. Um, okay, so tell us about the different types of fruit. There's your fruit on your island, and then there's non-native fruit, and then there's different prices that you get for selling those. So what are those? Yeah, so, um, well, if your island is like a pear island, um, you can sell pears to your nooklings for 100 bells, which isn't very many bells. No. Because you have to buy them for like 300 bells or something like that and like it's not a very good deal so what you do is you um if you have a friend um what you do is you ask your friend to send you their native fruit right which hopefully is not also pears if they yeah. send you a different fruit then you can plant it like orange and you can plant it and they will sell for 500 bells yeah so 500 bells 
per fruit instead of 100. That's a big difference. Mm -hmm. Now there's another way to get some of the other fruits onto your island if you don't have a friend, and that's with the Nook Miles ticket. Yeah, so with um, the Nook Miles tickets, um, pretty much all the time, except for there are some islands that have different fruits, but pretty much all the time you're gonna get your sister fruit. But um, what you're gonna do, um, if you want, you sh I planted a coconut farm on one of my beaches. It's pretty huge. Um, I make more money from my coconuts than I do with my little chunk of pears, which is more than my coconuts. But um, yeah. So instead yeah. of like getting the coconuts from that mystery island and selling them, plant them right mm -hmm. plant them on your beaches even if it's just for a short time and it's not the vibe of your island yet because you can make some money with them plus you can sometimes end up on an island that has a different fruit yeah right but it's like kind of like it's like the mystery islands like scorpion island tarantula island stuff like that but it's slightly more common right so another thing you can do as you said is you can get them in the mail from people and you can mail two items a day to people mm -hmm. um so like for example if anybody wanted to send us their friend code um we could be friends with them and we could send them two different fruits um they could email and us and there are four of us so you animal get all crossing the kids Sorry. at gmail.com and yeah if you wanted to we could each send you like a different fruit than what you have and you could plant at least two of them and then once they grow you could plant some of those fruit instead of just basically harvesting and selling them and you'd end up making a lot more money now Eitan has also done one other thing to work the fruit market can you tell us about that real quick <laughs> um so what i did it didn't make me very much money it's not anything compared to like turnip market or stuff like that um what you do is you spend the all your bells on um, fruit, whatever your native fruit is. Then if you have a friend, um, what you do is you go to their island, you sell all of your fruit there, and you make like 200 bells because they buy for 300 and they sell for 500. And our last method for making money is to just do some good old-fashioned exploring around your island each day and find your money tree glowing spot. Eliana from Neverland, tell us about money trees. Okay, so uh, basically when you find that glowing spot, um, you dig it up and you see, oh, what? There's bells, like 1,000 bells underneath the ground, underneath this glowing spot. And so what you have to do is you have to already have um, about like 10,000 bells in your hand already. Or a little bit more. Or a little bit or more. Or 9,000. Well, you don't no, want to plant 9,000. No, because it gives you a thousand bells. Right, what you're saying is that if you have 9,000, at least in your hand when you go exploring, yeah, and you you're cool. dig up the 1,000, you'll be able to plant 10,000. And that's a big deal, right, Eliana? Why is 10,000 yeah. a big deal? Okay, so 10,000 is a super big deal because you have a 200% guaranteed profit. Right. Over the course of, like, they did math with this, right? And you can plant 99,000 bells, right? You can plant, like, a bunch of bells, but you don't always get a big return on that. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. so they actually did the math on the rate of return and 10,000 bells is always the magic thing. Okay, but let's yeah. say somebody is like brand new, they're a noob like we were mm -hmm. when we first started. How do you get 10,000 bells from your hand into a bag and into the ground? Can you just walk us through that process really quick? Yeah, uh, so basically if you don't, if you have like um, 9,000 bells like Aton said, you can just um, dig up the 1,000 bells and it's like something like you click on it with A and it I says think you like just put, it, put away. it away. Yeah, put and away. then it'll add it to your grand total. Yeah, and then you click on like your grand total, right? Yeah, so you go down to the place where it has your grand total of bells mm -hmm. in your inventory. And then you click on 10,000 bells and it'll give you like this money bag in your hand. You have to have your shovel out first if you want to bury it. Yeah, so you do have to make sure your shovel is still equipped. And yeah. then you take that 10,000 bells, that. make sure you're facing the, the hole. And you place the 10,000 bells in the ground, kind of like planting like a fruit tree. Mm -hmm. And you dig it over. And then after like um, three to four days, it will like go five. to I five, think five. five days. I think it might be three days. Three We're not days. sure. We're not you sure. can look that up. But after about three or so days, you're yeah. going to get a money tree that's going to grow and it will have instead of three pieces of fruit it'll have um three uh, three bags of three loot. bags of <laughs> loot three. right and it'll be three bags of ten thousand if that's mm -hmm. what you planted so you're going to get thirty thousand after planting ten thousand um and then one other thing to mention really quick is once you plant that it'll be like a little baby tree and you can dig it up immediately and move it wherever you want on your island and let it grow there. As long as you give it enough room around it to grow. Yeah, love. And if you accidentally brush the dirt on the bell spot, which you should not do, pressing Y, don't press Y. Um, and you try to like, that's not gonna be a glowy spot anymore. It's right. The magic is all gone. Right, Poof. you have to do it in that moment. That's a really good point. Or yeah. you could just leave the glowy spot there. Yeah. But right, and come back, right, if you didn't have enough bells with you. But you the only thing you can't do is you can't brush over it. And I don't think that you can save and like end your session and come back. No, you can't. Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. And another thing um, that's a benefit is your villagers things think that you are crazy and it's really funny they're like yeah. i heard you were burying bells in the ground <laughs> last night yeah and they're like there's better ways that what is it like there's um, better ways to earn to, money or to spend your time or it's like they give you a lecture it's like we heard that you're a crazy person and we're here to have a little intervention listen yes don't bury your money out in the field one of them was like it'll take you so long to find it or something like that and i was like Okay, thank you, hamster. Good talk, or whatever his name is. What is, is that Hamlet. Hammy? I think that was Hamlet. No, Hamlet. Hamlet. Might have been Hamlet. I, I have he two calls hamsters. you Hamlet. That's right. All right. So, in our next session, we're just going to do a really quick is it easy to stay encouraged, stay encouraged, or stay discouraged when you see a really cool island online? One of the things you can do is you can look online and see tours even of like people's five-star islands. And I know sometimes when you look at a five-star island and you see the amount of time that people put into it, maybe they even like time traveled and did a bunch of other things and worked a bunch of different things to get a lot of money. Sometimes you can look at that and be like, oh man, 
my island will never be that cool. So I was just wondering what it's like for you guys. When we watch those videos, are you like discouraged or are you like, no, I'm, I'm going to keep working on my thing. Like, what do you guys feel about it? We'll start with you, love. Um, I'm kind of encouraged because like it shows how people can do their island if they put enough time and effort into it. Mm, like, shows you the possibilities. Yeah, like we haven't been playing that long. Like we're noobs. We will never like get that great of an island, but it, we can. It just we have to work hard for it. It's gonna take more time. Yeah, and it's interesting too. I kind of feel like part of the value of the game is not getting everything right away. So you kind of have to work at it. We talked about that yeah. before. I think that that forced patience is maybe hard, but I think it makes it more valuable. What about you, Eliana? Do you get encouraged or discouraged? Discouraged. Really? Why? Well, I personally am a super huge perfectionist. Hmm. And if I see something that's even more perfect than my island, I'm like, oh, my island isn't perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So you want yours to be as nice as other people's but yeah. you have a different vibe and you are a different person so exactly do you not like your island no well <laughs> you're back and forth yeah. yeah i actually really love the area that goes up to your house because there's like this pond with the flowers around it and i think it's actually really beautiful what about your island do you not like olaf Mm. Oh, well, that's a specific villager. <laughs> and, and I know you've been trying to get rid and, of Olaf for a while. And just ignore him. Don't talk to him at all. That's what I did. And Tom Nook. You don't I like Tom Nook? I just don't like Tom Nook. Okay, yeah. People are divided about Tom He's Nook. a misunderstood trash panda. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you might be. Aton, what about you? Encouraged, discouraged? I feel good for them. Okay. Because, like, well, unless they've, like, time traveled and worked the turnip market and, like, scammed the game like if but even that that's like hard work in some ways right good point i mean like i mean you're gonna have to set your clock reset your clock go back and forth try to find best turnip prices so i mean that feels like a lot of work too so but you just mostly feel like wow good for you you made something really cool mm -hmm. all right yeah i can totally understand that that's i think for me when i see them i kind of feel like yeah that's good for them too but i don't think i've ever seen a single island yet that's been like Wow, that's perfectly my vibe. Like, that's exactly what I Austin want. Austin Johns. I've seen even. a Disneyland island, and it's so Really? A Disneyland? Mm -hmm. The Disneyland island is actually yeah. really cool. I want to see it. Yeah, it's, it's a really neat theme. Anyways, we'd also love to know what themes your Animal Crossing island is. So, like, maybe you have, like, a really super thematic one. Maybe send us some pictures or something like that. You can send us an email at Animal Crossing Kids. Or maybe we could just visit it. At gmail.com. Or maybe, yeah, you could send us your friend code and we could visit you. Um, or you could send it to us at Twitter. Um, we are at RealRubyFam, R-E-A-L-R-U-B-Y-F-A-M. But we'd love to know, does it discourage you or encourage you when you see other people's amazing islands? All right, we are very verbose, but we are going to try to do a lightning round. Our lightning round today is once again, favorite thing, least favorite thing on your island. Let's start with Aton. Favorite thing, turnips. Least favorite thing, too many flowers, but that's also a favorite thing. Because mm, you can sell it and make money? 
Okay. Eliana, favorite thing? Least favorite thing? Favorite villager, um, Octavia, who I'm going to get tomorrow. Least favorite villager, Olaf. No, I just wait. trapped him. Octavia, this is the octopus that you talked about. Yep. Yeah. You actually have an octopus coming to your village. The rarest one. Okay, that's super cool. All right, Lev, favorite thing on your island? Least favorite thing on your island? Um, I got a sprinkle. Yeah, she's a villager that... She was on my island. Yeah, she was on your island. She came to mine. She was wearing your sweatshirt. It's <laughs> awesome. It was kind of awesome. My least favorite thing is... You don't, you don't have, have a least, least favorite, favorite thing. thing. That's good. Um, I would have to say that my favorite thing right now on my islands are my two black flowers. Uh, so I have a black lily and I have black roses. And also that I kind of cleaned up my flower area. So I know I have seed yellows now. I wasn't sure if they were seed yellows for my roses. So I feel like I'm on the path as far as uh, flowers. The least favorite thing is that I have lots of parts of my island that I still haven't developed. And I have ideas for some of them. But I just haven't had enough time to actually like do some of the ideas that I have. Yeah. So feeling like there's a lot to do sometimes is Billy one of my Brown. yeah. Billy do you, you feel that? Yeah. yeah, is one of my least favorite things. Anyways, what are your favorite things on your island? Your least favorite things on your island? All right, we're back with Eliana from Neverland, or Ellie from Neverland, I should say, with Describe the Vibe. She's got two outfits for us today, and she tells you how to put together those outfits for that particular vibe. So today, oh, what are they? They're Princess Academy and Valley Girl, right? Yeah, and I know you guys are probably thinking, what's with the weird names? Okay, well, I had some cool stuff. I'm not sure if you would consider this cool, but... All right, so the first one, like that said, is Princess Academy. And um, it's basically like a cafe uniform combined with like a tiara. Nice. Um, Dad gave me the tiara and Love gave me the cafe uniform. And I put it together and what have I got? A Princess Academy uniform. So that's what I put. Now is Princess Academy a thing? Is that like a show or something? Am I missing something? Well, it's actually... When I was like in second grade, I think I read this book um, and it was basically like a princess oh, academy. Wasn't it like Disney Princess Academy or something like that? Wasn't kind it like... of. It was kind of Disney, but not quite. Okay. I mean, but it was like those same princesses, like Rapunzel like and... No, it wasn't no? Rapunzel. It was like a different... It was fictional, but not fictional. It was... Uh, have you guys... I don't know. Have you ever seen um, Princess Protection Services? Oh, goodness. I think you showed me that show one time, and you were really into it. That was a while ago, though. Yeah. Yeah, you were you were a younger a younger person yeah. at that time. All right. But anyways, this would be yeah. that kind of vibe. Yeah. That's like princess like, meets real world. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Describe your next vibe. Okay, so uh, the next one is Valley Girl. And I got like this cute little headband and it like, even if your hair is like down, it will like automatically create into like a bun. Um, That's cute. And it has like this little pink bow. Um, and it's like kind of striped, I guess, except for the pink bow. It's like just pink. Okay. So the headband though is actually named pink bow. No, it's just headband. 
It's just headband. Yeah. Okay, it's just headband. Can it be customized? Do you know? Or is it just headband? It's just headband. Okay. Can't right. be customized. Headband. Maybe it comes in different colors. I don't know. And then the next one I actually created um, in my DIY thingy. Uh, oh, at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you can actually create custom patterns? Yeah. You created your own. Yeah, well, it's just one color, but. Um, is I, it a dress? Is it like a pattern on a dress? Yeah, it's what? like the, it's kind of like one of the dresses and it's like, it's like close fitted and it's like a balloon almost. Like I imagine like a balloon, but it doesn't pop out like the other balloon dress, but it's hard to describe. Okay, anyway, but I just filled that in with pink. Like the whole thing. So this is solid pink. This pink, because it went with the pink um, headband bow thingy. Okay. And then what are the shoes in the backpack? Any shoes or backpack. Really? Yeah. Okay. Any. And glasses. Yeah, well, for me. Because right, you wear glasses. Yeah. Now, we forgot to tell people you got a tiara for Princess Academy. Uh huh. Um, but is the other one actually called Cafe Uniform? Yeah. That's actually the name of the outfit yeah. that people should try? Yeah. All right. And once again, this goes with any shoes, any backpack? Um, yes, but make sure you are wearing a backpack for this one because it's an academy and you're going to school at Princess Academy God. and you have to have a backpack. That's a necessary item. Okay. So the cafe uniform almost looks like you have a school uniform on. Yeah. And you've got your bag with your school books and then you've got your tiara. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Do you wear like really fancy shoes or like school shoes you can both count, okay like, yeah some princesses are like rebels and they wear like sneakers some princesses wear high heels and, and are super, super fancy, fancy and okay. kind of cocky but you choose <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways if you have a favorite vibe you should totally send it to eliana send us an email at animal crossing kids at gmail.com and you can tell eliana what items she should wear for your vibe Thank you for being with us today on Animal Crossing Kids. We hope you'll tune in next week. It looks like we're doing these about every week on Tuesdays. Yeah. It seems like that's when it's a good time for our family. So we hope that you'll tune in next week for some more Animal Crossing Kids. But for right now, we are the Animal Crossing Kids and we're saying three, two, one. Bye! Bye.